Welcome to the Kinda Crunchy Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. We can't wait for you to hear today's episode, so let's get to it. Hello guys, welcome back to the Kinda Crunchy Podcast. We are here today talking about sleep and your circadian rhythm. Um, We're super excited that you're here listening again. Uh, Jensen, give us a little life update. What's been going on? Um, So I had my second acupuncture appointment and I'm just very obsessed with this. I have never felt so relaxed. It has truly been a game changer for me. So the first time was like 10 to 15 minutes just because they're like, I think just they want to like ease you in. Yeah. But this last one was like 30 minutes and they put one on my head this time, which was like, I felt like a poke on my head. I was like, oh. I guess they're mad. Um, but yeah, it was great. Um, definitely something I'm going to keep doing. I think it's really helping with just like my cortisol levels, um, helping increase blood flow to certain areas of my body. And yeah, I feel super relaxed after. So acupuncture has been 10 out of 10. Um, I also just, I'm going to ask you this question. Like, have you made any fun new recipes lately? Because I tried this new thing that you actually inspired me with. So I feel like you make smashed potatoes a lot. Where yes. You, which... I never think to do that, and then you always post about them, and they look so good, but I recently got a truffle balsamic, so Ooh, I mixed yum. a little truffle balsamic and olive oil and, like, salt and pepper, and I, like, spread that on top, and it's, like, you know, truffle fries are, like, a big thing. Mm-hmm. I Logan and I love truffles, so just putting that little, like, truffle balsamic with the olive oil, so good. So that's been, like, my newest fun, like, recipe thing I've tried. What about you? You want to know a fun fact? Tell I've me. I've never tried truffle <gasps> anything. Are you kidding? I didn't like mushrooms until like a month ago. I don't think they taste like mushrooms though. I, they have their own distinct but taste. But it just like scared me. And I told Logan just a month ago, I was cooking mushrooms for him. He loves mushrooms mm-hmm. just like in butter or in anything. And then I was just like, those smell really good. And I tried them and I was like, I think I'm a full adult now. I think when you like mushrooms is when you've reached adulthood. You've made it. Um, But yeah, so I need to dive into my truffle trying. Next time you're here, I should like make you something with like some like smashed potatoes with some truffle oil or any yeah. I feel like putting it on a I salad I bet my Logan would like it because he, he likes like that those types of flavors so when I went to Italy like they had truffle everything and I just like would get it all the time and it's so good so yeah, I don't know why I haven't I mean, it's weird like mushrooms just like, like it's one kinda, of those yeah. weird things just I, like you hadn't tried ranch dressing your whole life have oh, yeah. you still yeah I've tried it okay you've tried it by but, now like, all of high school I like just, college Jensen just had never tried ranch dressing in her life it just never appealed to me my parents didn't eat it but that's just so weird like my everybody pa- tries ranch my dressing my parents just like didn't eat a lot of things that like a lot of I don't know they just didn't they never had it in the house so I was just like eh. yeah I guess so and I just didn't it didn't appeal to me and it's still like I'll eat it but I'm like Eh, and Logan's like ranch. He always like we're, <laughs> pour if, the ranch. If we're at a it. restaurant, he's like, "Can I have a side of ranch or like two sides of ranch?" <laughs> big big ranch guy. I'm a big sauce girl. Like I love sauces. They, they change meals. I any sauce I love. Yes. But yeah, as far as recipes go, nothing too crazy. I've been doing like a lot more. I mean, iced matchas. I've been making at yes. home. Um, some like salmon bowls. Ooh. Lots of like fish and bowls with rice just because it's kind of like in season right now. Do you bring mango to them? Like your salmon I don't love mango. Okay. In general. There's something about and I've even had like in Haiti like really fresh good mango. It's like not everyone loves mango. It's okay. It's just not like yeah it's not my vibe. There's something about it that like the smell or taste reminds me of B.O. Interesting. I don't know if anyone else has that experience, but like it's like kind of repulses me enough that I can't enjoy it. I'm gonna have to smell the mango next. Especially time. okay, the thing that really smells like it is the mango gum. Have you ever chewed that or smelled mm, anyone I don't chew think that? So, yeah, there's some people that chew the mango gum and 
I, yeah, I don't know. There's something about the smell that just, that smell makes me think of BO and it just repulses me. Yeah. But yeah, so nothing crazy with new recipes, really just a little more seasonal things. I'm like really pining for fresh garden veggies mm. for sure, um, which hopefully will be very soon coming and growing. Um, lots of chives in the garden growing, oh, nice. so using those some. I want to make chive-infused butter with yes. the flowers too. I've seen people use the flowering tops mm-hmm. to infuse butter, and I think that's really interesting. I, so. Chives, I think, are underrated. Like I feel like they add a really good flavor to things. I agree. I agree. So, do you have any other life update? Um, I do. So this is being uh, recorded a little before it's going to come out, um, and I actually have to take a work trip. And so if all goes according to plan, I will be on that trip when this episode comes out and I will be in Kenya. So quite an experience. Um, It's for my job with the nonprofit organization I work for. So never been to Kenya. Um, It should be good time. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'll have updates when I get back, I'm sure. Um, But yeah. How long of a flight is that? It depends. Um, I think mine's about 22 hours with the layovers, which was the shortest one. Wow. Most of them were 28 to 30. Wow. So, yeah, pretty long. And then there's some, like, domestic flights within Kenya that I have to take as well. But... Um, well, we can't wait for you to share about updates when you come back on the Yeah, podcast. all the, the healthy travel tips, too, yeah, we for should long do, We flights. should do an episode on healthy travel tips. I think we should because this is a long flight. Um, so I'm going to be optimizing my health you know I'm already planning through it so absolutely yeah when this drops I will probably have just arrived there after two days of flying Mm -hmm. traveling so yeah wow so we're gonna talk about sleep Rachel mine's about to be wrecked from traveling so perfect so wrecked let's soak in all the tips so I can get back on track so what was your old perspective on sleep because I'm gonna share about mine after like have you like I think I used to just be like, sleep is for the lazy. (laughs) Like, I used to think like, it's a waste of time, I guess. Like, I had too much to do. Yes. Sleep was not priority. No, I literally was like, sleep when I'm dead. Like, I would stay up late in college and then I'd still get up early and work out. Yeah. Um, I would get four to five hours of sleep and I'd be like, I'm functioning fine. Even if you think you're functioning fine on four to five hours of sleep, I promise you you're not because once you actually experience what real sleep is, like you realize yeah. that it was not optimal. Um, but I know that obviously we're going to go into there's so many health benefits of sleep, but I just was like, you know what? I got too much to do. I'm going to grind. I'm going to be up early, up late, like, and very grateful that that has changed. But that was like all through high school and college, I was just like, living my life without any good sleep. I was a 5 a.m. girly all through high school and college. Same. Like, I in high school would get up at 5 a.m., go to the gym and work out. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Then go to school all day. And then I'd normally do another workout after school. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> um, college too. And I wouldn't be going to bed till like 11, 11.30, yeah. sometimes 12. Like, because I was doing stuff. Yeah. I was busy. And I, it's just like, what was I doing? Even if What I, was I so busy with in high school? Like, like I would take no pure, one cares. I, I would take pure bar classes like 6 a.m. every day in college. Even if I was out late, didn't matter. Wasn't missing my workout. And I, like, was very prideful about that. I was like, yeah. Me too. I, yeah, I was. it was just like a pride thing where I was like, yeah, I don't need a lot of sleep. I can 
get my workouts in and stay up late and do all these things. And I was like, um, you're being an idiot. Also in my house, my dad has always woken up at like 3.30, 4 oh, a.m. Yeah. My mom for her job wakes up by five. And then my brother was like a nurse, an mm-hmm. ER nurse. So his shifts were always early. So he's always up like mm-hmm. five. Um, So I kind of felt like if I'm sleeping past six, everybody thinks mm-hmm. I'm a lazy butt. Like, so I don't know. It was almost like a competition thing or like yeah. I felt like I have to. Now I'm married to a wonderful man who's like sleep soaking every minute of Same. that sleep till I'm a few minutes late for work. Same. And um, honestly, it has helped me. No, it's helped me too. It really Because has. like I'm like, well, I'll stay in bed if you're staying. <laughs> like it makes me a little more like graceful with it's, myself. It's made me like, he'll be like, can we like, can you like not go work out this morning to stay in? Like just so we can have a morning together. And while that's like not something I would want to do, it's actually one beneficial for our marriage too. It helps me get more sleep. And I've like been having more grace with myself and allowing myself to sleep until like seven o'clock, which like that doesn't, that seven o'clock does not sound like late to most people, but for someone who like 4.45 mm-hmm. a.m. wake up for a workout, like it is. So it's been, I'm very grateful for Logan for like pushing me to like rest more. But yeah. So let's talk about sleep a little more then and how we've learned the importance of yes. sleep. Yes. Oh, so important. Um, we're also hitting on circadian rhythm. So I think let's go through, I mean, obviously everyone knows what sleep is. Mm-hmm. We're going to dive into it a little more. Let's talk about what the circadian rhythm is and then why sleep is important and like how much you need and the stages and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. So circadian rhythm, that is your body's 24 hour clock that it follows your cycle. Um, it's affected by light and it's your biological clock. So your body's routine or rhythm of time, um, Every organism, like animals, plants, follow some sort of biological clock, us included. Um, that clock influences your hormone release, your eating habits, your digestion, your body temperature, your sleep patterns, um, your production of melatonin. Um, when there's less light coming into your eyes, like at nighttime, your optic nerve tells your brain to tell your supra SCN I'm not going to try to pronounce that SCN you can look up what it is it's something nucleus that is in your hypothalamus to make melatonin to make you sleepy so mm-hmm. your circadian rhythm is just really like the clock of sleep and awake that your body works on yeah I realized that like so the the sleep wake cycle is one of one of the circadian rhythms so like yes which I just thought like circadian there's rhythm and sleep so there's actually other ones so like your hormonal activity your body temperature immune function and digestion those are all other like circadian rhythms in our body I think we just ultimately talk about like circadian rhythm as like that sleep wake cycle where you sleep because they're kind of happening synonymously yeah Yeah. but um yeah the sleep definitely is the big one that we can really impact to allow the other ones to function properly as well yeah this is interesting like the so the body's circadian rhythm controls that sleep wake cycle and this plays a role in sleep due to how the body and brain responds to darkness which is when most humans feel tired and tend to sleep so as darkness sets in the body's biological clock instructs the cells to slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the evening becomes dark, the hormone melatonin starts to rise and allows sleep to occur. And then your melatonin peaks around 2 to 4 a.m., then reduces by morning, allowing wakefulness. I just think it's so cool how we're so interconnected with, like, nature. Yeah. Like, I, I always feel like that, but we really are. Like, mm-hmm. I wish our culture appreciated more. Like, I feel like 100, 150 years ago, it was like, you function based on that. Like mm-hmm. before electricity, it's like it's dark out. Guess what? Like no you might have a little oil lamp for a mm-hmm. little if you can afford the oil, but time for bed. 
when the sun comes out, time to farm the fields. Yep. <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't want to be out farming the fields every day, no. but let's appreciate it a little more in this culture. Absolutely. And also daylight savings time. What the heck is that? Let's Next. get rid of that. Are they talking about getting rid of I it? Think that, I well, think it actually is going well, away Well, some countries don't have it. Like Costa Rica didn't Arizona have it. doesn't abide by it. Really? And neither does so Hawaii or Alaska. There's two states that don't abide by it. And almost all other countries don't abide by it. Petition to get rid of that, seriously. What are we doing? Get it out of here. Hmm. That's really what the government needs to be working <laughs> on, right? Priority. <laughs> um Okay, yeah. So, do you have anything else on circadian rhythm? Circadian rhythm. No, that's all I have on circadian rhythm. Okay, let's talk about sleep. Why it's important. What yes. your body does when you sleep. Um, just to start out, we spend a third of our life sleeping. Isn't that crazy? It like, is. You're, if you're spending eight hours of your day, like that is a third of your life that you're literally like not functioning, which is just wild to me. So that's why you're literally in like a coma, basically for a third of your life. <laughs> not so a you, coma, so but you just like unconscious. Try to optimize that time because it is like thirty-three percent of your life. That is crazy. Um, when you sleep, it is the time our body really like cleans itself out, resets. Your brain is clearing out all the toxins and information overload you had, and your body's digesting and cleaning itself out of any toxins it was exposed to. I actually heard recently that if you, oh, what was it? Um, I'll get into it when we talk about deep sleep and REM mm. sleep. Um, but your body really uses that time to kind of clear out extra info. So like, I haven't looked into dreams enough, but I tend to think like it's our body clearing out information we didn't need, like mm. our brain. Sometimes, I don't know how, how the brain works. It's beyond me. But it is a time that it clears out all like the extra stuff because our, our brain's taking in so much info. Like right now, like everything visually, like Especially auditory, texture wise. Yeah. So like just kind of filtering what do I need to keep in here and yeah. what was just irrelevant which is crazy it can just do but also your digestive system all of your body is just kind of processing and cleaning and resetting yeah sleep is there's a lot of benefits um another one is boosting your immune system so when your body gets to sleep it needs your immune cells and proteins get the rest they need um, to fight off whatever comes their way um it can help prevent weight gain so when you don't get enough sleep your body produces ghrelin a hormone that boosts your appetite so if you're not getting enough sleep um you're getting that hormone that's telling you you want to eat more um, your body also will decrease the production of leptin, which is the hormone that helps tell you that you're full. Mm -hmm. um, another thing is sleep has been known to help with athletic performance. So sleep is a really key element in your athletic recovery and the body's production of growth hormones um, when you sleep. So, you know, if you're an athlete or even just like, you know, working on your physical health, like there's so many hormones that repair overnight and helping your tissues, um, which can contrib contribute to your muscle growth. Um, so they say most athletes require eight hours of sleep each night for restoration and to avoid overtraining and to improve their performance. Yeah, I'll just hit on both of those too, that sleep helps your metabolism, kind of like you were talking about weight and mm -hmm. stuff, um, through processing and digesting certain fats differently. So decreased sleep leads to higher hunger-causing hormones, decreased insulin response, and increased cravings of fatty, salt, and sweetie foods. So you're going to have worse cravings and yeah. higher hunger levels when your sleep's not optimized, which it's going to be hard to like eat in a mm -hmm. healthy, nourishing way then. Um, and during sleep, kind of like you were talking about athletes and recovery, your blood pressure and heart rate fall so they don't have to work as hard as when you're awake so they kind of get a little break mm -hmm. people who don't sleep enough or wake up often through the night have higher risks of high blood pressure coronary heart disease obesity and strokes 
Yeah, and kind of going off that, a lack of sleep can cause your body to release cortisol, which is a stress hormone that ultimately mm-hmm. triggers your heart to work harder. Yeah, and, and your hormones definitely, the there's specific hormones that are made to function in nighttime versus daytime. Um, so hormones like cortisol is your hormone that is supposed to make you alert and awake first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. So when your sleep's disrupted, things like that are going to be off kilter with your hormones and what time of, like what they're on time clockwise and that's going to kind of affect how you feel and all types of things like that um the other thing is sleep when you sleep there's a specific immune cell that works hard in our body so when you're sick you really do need more sleep to heal and people who are lacking sleep are more likely to get sick with like colds and flus and stuff like that it's really the time we grow and develop especially for kids and just like our body kind of takes care of itself it's self-care it's the ultimate self-care yes absolutely so do we want to talk real quick about like how much sleep you need or what's recommended? Yeah. You want to start off? Sure. I mean, I could just kind of have a list. Like, do you have a lot on that or anything? I don't anything? have a lot. I don't have a lot on that. So. Okay. Just basically like recommended is babies 12 to 16 hours, toddlers 11 to 14, preschoolers 0 to 13. It varies. <laughs> um or no, 10 to 13, oh, yeah, I, not I zero. Said, I was like, I was I like was actually, wait, they don't need any sleep. I was like trying to think about that. Sorry, like, no, it's off. Um, school age is 9 to 12 hours. Teens, 8 to 10 hours. And adults is 7 or more, they recommend. I would say definitely at least 7. Absolutely, yeah. More could be good. Okay, so I'm going to talk a little bit about the stages of sleep. And then Jensen's going to hit on sleep environment. So the stages of sleep, there's four different stages. There's your first stage is your non-REM sleep. Um, So you're going from awake to asleep. So like when you're falling asleep, it lasts a few minutes. You're in a relatively light sleep and your body is just like relaxing, slowing down. Your brain waves slow down a little. Then the second stage is non-REM sleep. Um, So it's your light sleep before you enter that deep sleep where everything really starts to relax and your temperature drops and, and eye movements stop. So that third one that's still non-REM sleep, but it's deep sleep, you need that to feel refreshed in the morning. So it happens in long periods during the first half of the night. It's difficult to awaken you during that and your body's super relaxed and your brain waves are super slow. Um, Then the fourth stage is that REM sleep, which occurs about 90 minutes after falling asleep for the first time. Your eyes move rapidly side to side behind your closed eyes, which is so weird. That's why it's called REM, rapid eye movement sleep. Um, Your brain waves are at a super high frequency, almost like when you're awake. You have irregular and fast breathing. Your blood pressure goes higher. Most of your dreaming occurs during that. You're temporarily paralyzed, which prevents you from acting out your dreams, which I think is so interesting because otherwise you'd be acting out your dreams. Wow. As you age, you actually have less REM sleep time. Mm. But your body, essentially, you cycle between light sleep, deep sleep, and REM throughout the night. Each cycle takes about 60 to 90 minutes. So that's why if like you snooze your alarm clock in the morning, it's better to be snoozed for like 60 to 90 minutes or else you're sleeping up or uh, or else you are waking up in the middle of that sleep cycle so and you're going to feel more tired and less energized because wow. your body like didn't get to finish that sleep yeah. cycle. That's why when I snooze my alarm for five minutes, I feel like crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you're like starting to fall asleep. Yeah. You're like restarting the cycle and your body's like, wait a second here. Mm-hmm. And like your different hormones work and different processes. So your body is working while you sleep. Mm-hmm. Like it's so crazy that you're in like a really deep sleep. You go from being like so deeply slowed down. Mm-hmm. Your brain waves are like still. 
your breathing's really still and shallow. And then you go to like these crazy eye movements and like heavy irregular mm-hmm. breathing and you'd be like acting it out if you could. I just think sleep's so weird. Like we just every night get into a bed, close our eyes and like wake up hours later and we're just like unconscious. Yeah. Isn't that a weird concept? And we're like not able to defend ourselves because we're like out of it. Like we're just like laying there just like basically dead. It's, it is so weird. But awesome. And our body's doing a lot. Like we need that. It's important for optimal functioning, but just crazy. Yeah. So I will go into a sleep environment. So like I said from the start, like you spend a third of your life sleeping it's a lot of time. Um, mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you're like getting the most out of it. You're the most comfortable. Um, you're able to get into that deep sleep and that REM sleep. So even a small amount of light. So you're a tiny little light on your phone, a little alarm clock, any part, any type of light can reduce your melatonin levels, which will ultimately not allow you to get into that deep sleep. So whether it's blackout curtains, you know, um, eliminating screen time mm-hmm. before bed, blue light glasses. I bought an eye mask off Amazon and it changed my life because if Logan's like on his phone or like watching a show, it's completely dark and it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so making sure that you're eliminating all light from your room, keeping the room cool. So the one night it was like 70 degrees in our house and I was like, Logan, I'm so hot. He's like, oh, it's fine. And I was like, no, it needs to be between 62 and 68 degrees. Like it really does need to be Same. cool for you to have like that really good sleep. Um, and there's been like studies where it's like babies sleep outside and like was it Denmark or something? I like think. they literally take their babies to sleep in the cold because like you have better sleep when mm-hmm. the temperatures are lower. Um, so making sure you're like choosing bedding that's like not like fleece flannel sheets that are gonna make you hot. Um, I don't nothing's th- worse than a hot. Bed. Nothing is worse than a hot bed. Like just like sweating as you try to fall asleep. Like getting into cool sheets at so night bothered. on a hot summer day is the best. And I'd much rather it be like freezing cold and like, then be able to bundle up. And, and then covers. I'm yeah exactly. Now this is a tip that I don't follow, but they say that like if your room is very cold, like wearing socks so you don't get cool when your body temperature <gasps> I drops never. during the night. I, I hate socks I know. when I sleep. My same, mom always wears same. them. My I'm mom like, does too. How do you do that? Same. Nothing would bother me more. So we're not saying this because we do it. We're just saying that science has said that it does help if your body temperature if you does do that, drop during sleep. I I judge you. I'm sorry. I can't imagine that. It's like I'm, a sensory well, if thing. I'm, if I'm me. really cold, I will put them on. No, goes, but I'll rip I don't them. Care I'll rip how them. But cold. I'll rip them off at like a, twenty minutes later. Like it's just like it's like His feet the, need to breathe. Jensen. I know. <laughs> um, but sometimes, like even if it's literally putting like a little ice pack under your pillow or something at night to keep it cool, like little That's things a like good that. idea yeah especially Why have not done that i know i was reading i was researching and i was like oh i guess that makes sense i'm shoving my pillow in my freezer from now on oh wow that makes like sense. the pillowcase yeah <laughs> then it's like crunchy <laughs> not, the, good, not the crunchy not we're the going crunchy for. we're promoting um also having a really good mattress is important obviously mm-hmm. we're not saying like if you have a bad mattress like go out and buy a thousand dollar mattress but it's really important too that your that your mattress like promotes natural spine alignment and supports the natural curves of your body. So like some people might like a more firm, some more soft. It just kind of depends on your body. But if your mattress isn't properly supporting your spine, then even a long night's sleep will not feel restful to you. So you might wake up in the morning, experience back pain. Um, in contrast, if you have like a really good mattress, you'll be able to feel really rested and refreshed, even if you get a fewer hours of sleep. Um, but yeah, everyone's unique. It's not a one size fits all. I would also recommend having a good pillow. Um, Logan and I for Valentine's Day, like our first Valentine's Day, um, our friends Thomas and Alexis have really like nice pillows and like they'd always have them. We're like, those pillows are so nice. And they like told us which ones they were and ours were just like crappy, like $10 pillows. Mm -hmm. And we invested in them and 
they have changed everything. So pillows matter. a good pillow really makes a difference. Um, one other thing is air quality. So air quality can really affect sleep in a lot of ways that you can like, other than like air filters and air purifiers, um, having plants in your house and even in your bedroom, like yeah, they do help to like up. clear out the air. So like snake plants, aloe, peace lilies, English ivies, um, those are just a few types that help to effectively clean like the indoor air and purify it so that it's a cleaner environment for you to sleep in. Those are such good little tips. Thanks. Yes, I love that. Um, I want to kind of talk about too, there is this thing I want to share about this because um, it kind of goes like in with circadian rhythm and other things. It's called the Chinese organ body clock and Ooh. I just think it's really interesting. Um, I will share a picture of it, but also look it up if you're listening to this. So it's essentially in Chinese medicine, it's a clock that goes each hour of the day in a 24 hour cycle. And it has associated, um, it's kind of through Ayurvedic practices too, like the earth, fire, water, wood, metal, um, what elements you have. Um, And then also each like a couple hour chunk, there's an organ associated with that time period that like is really working. And this is a belief of Chinese medicine. So I'm not saying like it's concrete or like there's all this research behind it, but I just think it's a really interesting concept. And like, I think if you're consistently waking up at like say 2 a.m., well, that's the time that your liver's really working and like that's the time in the liver. So that's just interesting to know like, okay, that's when you're normally in a deep sleep, like your blood's detoxing, you have rest and recovery happening. That's when your liver's really like functioning and working. And so to know like if I wake up at that time every night, okay, maybe I'm having an imbalance here. Like how can I support this specific organ? So I'm not saying like it's foolproof. I'm just saying um, it might be helpful to look at because I just, I find that really interesting. It's built upon the concept of the cyclical like ebb and flow of energy throughout the body during the 24 hour period. And Chinese medicine has just really been around a long time. And I know they use that a lot to help determine like organs responsible Mm -hmm. for certain diseases or imbalances. So um that's definitely one of the things it's not like circadian rhythm it's not sleep but I mm-hmm. think I just needed to give it as a little aside because yeah. I think it's an interesting make sure thing. you like attach that chart because I think it's I know I love that chart for sure but do we want to talk about how to get yourself better sleep or how to get your circadian rhythm on track yeah let's let's hit on those okay do we want to do circadian rhythm first or sleep um do circadian rhythm first okay Um, So circadian rhythm, I have a few tips. I think you do as well. Mm -hmm. So one of my tips for getting your circadian rhythm on track is to um, eat regularly scheduled meals. Um, No matter your schedule, bigger meals earlier in the day and smaller as you go Mm -hmm. and try to keep them on like kind of the same clock. Our body does work on a clock of sorts. Mm -hmm. um, And it kind of has intuitive hormones and things like that. So just being aware of that and trying to give your body as much routine and rhythm as possible is going to help to support that. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one be, would be is going outside or getting that bright sunlight in the morning. So yeah. right away that starts off your day. When you're receiving that sunlight, it's like, okay, my body, it's time to wake up. For the sure. sun is out. There is light. So then whenever the nighttime comes around, it's dark. It means it's time to sleep. So right away, like when you get up in the morning, if you can go outside even for a few minutes and just to like soak in that natural light, that will really set yourself up for success when you go to sleep at night. Yeah, absolutely. Even if that's like you're taking your dog out to the bathroom that's, that's or right. drinking that's your cup of coffee I, on the porch. Yeah. Like that's that's a good way to get that. Um, another one of mine is exercise. It helps our body to get better sleep and like 
be like, okay, I'm awake and I'm really moving. Mm -hmm. And then like later at night, it's time to calm down. Um, An interesting fact, this is what I was going to share earlier with the REM and deep sleep. I heard it said that when you have a really mentally taxing day, your body naturally adjusts to get more REM sleep because that's when your memory and brain's really working is during the REM sleep. When you have a really physically challenging day, like you run a marathon or you do something really physically exhausting, that's when your deep sleep's hard at work because it's the the sleep that you physically repair. Wow. Isn't that just interesting? So So your body like naturally knows, Mm -hmm. but exercise definitely helps you to sleep better, to be able to fall asleep better. and just to kind of keep you on track. Going off that, I don't even have this written down, but I know like spending time outside, I sleep like a baby after a day being outside. And mm-hmm. I know like people say like, when my kids play outside all day, they sleep great at night. Like I just know in the spring, summer months, I feel like when my head hits the pillow after a day of like playing or like doing work outside or going on the boat or golfing, like I sleep so good. So I would just recommend to get that time outside. I mean, there's so many benefits to spending time outside. For but sure. sleep is definitely one of them and getting into that deep sleep. I agree. Um, my next one would be at nighttime dimming the lights in the house um, or using yellow or red lighting to be calm. I have always done this before I even thought sleep was important. I hate harsh light like after the sun goes down. Same. It's like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Like, no thank you. Um, so switching out your bulbs to not be like that fluorescent color but more of like a soft yellow Mm -hmm. or red light is really great Mm -hmm. for helping your circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. So even if you can get like a red light bulb or like a salt lamp or Mm -hmm. something for your bedroom or like Mm -hmm. wherever you hang out before you go to sleep. Um, But dimming those lights, just really like creating that vibe Mm -hmm. and that low light environment. Um, Yeah, that's good. It helps encourage your body to kind of like settle for the night and not to be like oh, we're still wide awake yeah you know absolutely i would also say avoiding caffeine late in the day that's a good caffeine, one caffeine even if like it's 6 p.m and you're like caffeine doesn't affect me because i was that girl who would just like have a cappuccino at 9 p.m and be able to fall asleep fine even if you do fall asleep fine like you don't know what's going on during the night and like you don't get as you don't, much deep you, you sleep don't real, you don't sleep. realize yeah. it like you might sleep from like 10 to 8 in the morning but like you didn't get that deep sleep so i would mm-hmm. say like caffeine can linger I forget the number of hours it can linger, but I would just say like after like 12 or 1 o'clock, switch to decaf, switch to something else because it can mm-hmm. affect you more than you think. For sure. I mean, my next one would just be reducing blue light, which we've talked about a lot. Get those blue light glasses. Um. So, I mean, it's really hard for our bodies because we have a lot of artificial blue light coming from screens. Mm-hmm. That's when we talk about blue light, it's from like your phone screen, your laptop screen, your TV. It's like that artificial light. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of stimulates our awake hormones and our body to be awake and kind of like triggers it. So trying to reduce that. So especially before bed, hour and a half to two hours before, trying not to have any blue light. So maybe an hour and a half before bed, you're off your phone, off your computer, TV is off. Spend like a half hour getting a shower and doing a nighttime routine or Mm -hmm. something. And then like you get into bed and you read, you meditate, maybe do some light stretching or something, mm-hmm. and then fall asleep naturally. That's ideal. Easier said than done because yeah. we love to watch a cozy show in bed. Yes. And that's you know, when, like... But we use our blue light glasses. Like, I would say a lot of times at night, Logan and I are watching a show together. But we're using... Well, I am using my blue light glasses, and... I know that that's at least helping the situation because it's like I'm not going to say Logan we cannot watch our show together I'm just going to like put my blue light glasses on and control what I can control for sure do you have any more about circadian rhythm 
Um, I mean, I would just say avoiding long naps or napping later in the day. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's fine to have a little nap if you need it, but that can ultimately mess up your sleep at night. Yeah. So, just... Yeah, you don't want to take like a 6 p.m. nap and sleep two hours because then your body's like, time to wake up again. <laughs> also, I feel like just a side note, like there are probably a lot of you listening that are like nurses or work night shifts. So we're just kind of speaking to like the normal sleep cycle. So obviously, like we're not saying like don't nap if you're like a nighttime nurse, like obviously nap but just like you know just being mindful of like finding what works for you can I just say like appreciate you I'm thankful for you someone has to do it I could never I could never also though if there's any way for you to not be on nights would highly recommend because it is by the what's the who I can't world health organization sorry um it has literally working night shift has been labeled as a carcinogen like your cancer risk goes up when you work night shift because of the work your body does when you sleep and like your hormones specifically produce at nighttime versus daytime. So like working night shift, not optimal for your health, definitely really hard on your body. Even if you're sleeping during the day, like it's not natural for your body. So like I understand people have to do it. Someone has to do it. But even if it's just like a period of a few years and then you can find something else or you're able to find another job that's not night Mm -hmm. shift, would recommend. I know some people thrive on night shift, but health-wise, it is more beneficial for your body to follow the natural light patterns of our circadian rhythm. Absolutely. That's all that I have for circadian rhythm. Me too. Let's talk a little bit about sleep, how to get better sleep so you can all optimize your sleeping. Yes. You want to go first? Sure. So my first one is stick to a consistent sleep schedule or routine. You need a bedtime, honey. You <laughs> need to go to sleep at about the same time wake up about the same time easier said than done I know but it is good for you like we do it for kids like we put Mm -hmm. kids on a consistent bedtime Mm -hmm. because we know that they just function better like that we should be putting ourselves on a little bedtime routine um yeah trying to go to sleep around the same time wake up around the same time for me that's like 10 10 30 to sleep Mm -hmm. up around six right now because I have been really trying to optimize how much sleep I get used to be like 11 to 5 or 12 to 5 that was not enough sleep for me and Mm -hmm. even though I thought I was functioning good my body was like on high alert all the time yeah I need a little more sleep than that and women statistically need more sleep than men and it's funny because I feel like we're the ones that get less because we've got too much to do but try to set a consistent bedtime routine stop being like "Mm, gonna scroll my phone an extra hour gonna watch it yeah like try to stick to a routine it's so much better for your body yeah my next one would be to reserve your bed for sleep because I feel like sometimes people can want to do work in bed or they are sitting in, mm-hmm. sitting up watching TV in bed. And I think like establishing that your bed is for sleep. And sex. I've heard and sleep sex. and sex. Oh, sleep and sex. Actually, it's say sleep and sex. Yes. Sleep. I was going to say, Jensen, where are you getting it on then? <laughs> in bed. Um, but yeah, just staying, you know, using your bed for what its purpose is. Like if you're going to watch TV, go out to the living room and watch it. And then when it's time to go to bed, like that would just help keep mm-hmm. you in your routine of like when we're in bed, we go to sleep or we have sex. Maybe both. Maybe both. <laughs> um, yeah, with the bedtime routine too, like create a fun little calming routine. I know not always possible, like if you have kids and they're like up out of the bed and like bothering you and everything, but try to create some sort of routine. So like maybe cut off caffeine after 4 p.m. Two hours, hour and a half before, limit electronics, stop drinking or eating in general so you don't have to wake up and like pee. 
Um, do some self-care. Self-care, like whether you shower at night or just some skincare, like get ready for bed. Maybe a little light stretching, yoga. Meditation's mm-hmm. a great way to calm down. Um, there's a ton of benefits of meditation. I'm like not consistent with doing it, mm-hmm. but it is a really way, like really good way to kind of like mm-hmm. calm yourself down. Read before bed. There's like so much research that shows like that's a good time to read. Yeah. Um, try to have no phone in your bedroom. Maybe mm-hmm. try using a real alarm. That's one thing that has really helped me. And I cycle mm-hmm. in and out. Like one week I'm real good and I'm like using my real alarm. I'm on my routine. I'm just thriving and I have better weeks. And then the next week I'm like phone in the bedroom scrolling and then I'm like, why can't I fall asleep? Because mm-hmm. uh, you got your phone out and you're not following your routine. Yeah. One more that I have is kind of just like with eating, like you don't want to go to bed on a full stomach, but you also don't mm-hmm. want to go to bed on an empty stomach. So you shouldn't be laying in bed like starving, but you also should be laying in bed where you're like, I'm so full, I feel sick. So I think it's just like making sure like, you know, eating a dinner, eating mm-hmm. dinner at the right time or having a snack like at the right time so that you're like, your body's able to like feel like comfortable when it goes to bed. You're not like rumbling stomach in bed or you're like, Blah, and like, like we said, your bigger meals should be earlier in the exactly. day, honestly. So yeah. like stop skipping breakfast and like eat your breakfast. Even like breakfast should really be your biggest meal, but even if lunch is your biggest mm-hmm. meal, dinner, like go a little lighter. Don't save yeah. up and be like, I'm doing a whole pound of pasta. I'm not yeah. eating all day and then I'm just gonna lay here like a blob. Like, no, try to make it like big and hearty through the day to give mm-hmm. you that energy earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. And then dinner's just like little finisher, like yeah. just a little bit to get through the evening, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, the last thing I have is if you're having trouble falling asleep, I know some people do. Um, magnesium can definitely help. I have a magnesium lotion I sometimes put on my oh. feet. Yeah, there's also mists that oh. you can mist yourself or your bed with. Oh, I love that. Um, and there's like the drink supplement, like the Magnesium Calm, mm-hmm. or there's like pill supplements. Um, also, I've heard tart cherry juice works yes. really good. Yes, I've not tried it. I have some in my fridge it's to really, try. It's really good. But they say it really helps your body to like, I don't even know, produce melatonin maybe? Maybe. What does it do? We should probably It would be fun. You can make like a little like tart cherry mocktail to have at night with your dinner. Like two hours before bed though. Two hours before bed. We don't want to be peeing the bed. (laughs) We're getting up to pee. (laughs) Um, It increases melatonin. Yeah, that was right. So yeah, yeah, like maybe some of the flavored magnesium calm drink with Mm. a little tart cherry juice. Put some real fruit in it, little mocktail wow. to finish off little, after your dinner. Little funzy straw. Then you like put all your electronics away, do your little skincare routine. You're thriving. You do some light stretching. You're living your best work. life here, and then you're about to get the best read your book of your life. And then your baby starts crying. <laughs> real though, <laughs> real life. Um, but no, I did share. I think I shared this in another episode back about moms that like six months postpartum the oh. body creates hormones to yes. protect from sleep deprivation the negative effects because it is like when you lack sleep there's actual like effects on your body negative like it shaves years off your life mm-hmm. if you're like severely lacking mm-hmm. sleep like you need it yeah you need it Absolutely. so it is very important for your health do you have anything else to add that's all i have i feel like we had a lot of good sleep topics on that too we love sleepy girls we love sleep i know that like when my head hits a pillow at night it's like just the best moment especially when it's like some nice cool sheets after a long day and then i'm just out like i know do you fall asleep right away or do you take a little right away i'm out me too out cold i literally every night i'm telling you i shut my eyes and i am sleeping are you a deep sleeper 
Like, would you hear Oh, I don't wake up for, like, anything. Same. I mean, I guess it would depend which stage of sleep I'm in, yeah. but I think I'm in a lot of deep sleep because I do not... Logan sometimes will be like, did you hear that last yeah. night? And I'm like, People what? Like, the storms were bad, really, last night, and I'm like, what storms? I didn't did hear any not hear that. thunder. Yeah, it's so. literally like, mm, well, I'm just helpless. Hopefully, Bentley will bark if someone's intruding into our house, so... That's our that's our one thing, right? Thank goodness for dogs. Sometimes mine barks in the middle of the night just for fun. Yeah, yeah. And then it's I'll like, thanks for interrupting my sleep. Love you. <laughs> they are the best thing, but extremely frustrating sometimes. But yeah, I think that's all I have for. That's sleep. all I have. So that is our episode for today. Thank you for listening. We are very much looking forward to sharing again. We have some other fun episodes coming up after this. So stay tuned. Yeah. We hope you all have the best night's sleep of your life tonight. Oh my and we will talk yes. to you guys soon. Make sure to subscribe and share us a review and tell us what you think. And we will be talking to you guys soon. Bye. Remember, although we talk all things health and wellness here, this is not medical advice and you should always seek out your medical professional for further questions. Thanks again for listening. Please remember to share, comment, and subscribe to help support our podcast.